Everything you do, every action you take is first triggered by an emotion. And so if you don't trigger that emotion and, and feed that what the why to yourself every day, whatever you're trying to do will lose steam at some point. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your Daily Helping. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard, and I am so excited to share our guest with you today. His name is John Mitchell. He's a serial entrepreneur and he has created the top application in the world of the top book in the world on success. That's Think and Grow Rich. And he's not the only one that thinks this. The University of Texas Macomb School of Business, which is one of the top five business schools in the country, can't stop talking about what he's created. You've probably heard him on EO Fire, Unbreakable Leadership, the Wall Street Journal. John's been everywhere. And I'm particularly excited about this episode because I love Think and Grow Rich. In fact, if you want to hear an interview I did way back in episode 140, 141 with the last living disciple of Napoleon Hill, you can check that out. But that was more of a sales kind of oriented episode. We're going to talk about success because Think and Grow Rich has been read by over 100 million people worldwide. Many call it the top book of all time on success. And it's really interesting because the book says there's a secret for creating success, but Napoleon Hill only gives you half the secret. John is here to give us the full secret and how to achieve that only in 12 minutes a day. I'm excited to introduce John Mitch to all of you. John, welcome to The Daily Helping. It is an honor to have you here with us today. Thank you. you Dr. Richard, that was a great introduction. Thank you. I appreciate that. And so I set the bar pretty high here, John. So you're, you're going to have to wow everybody with what well, you've I done. Know. <laughs> but I, I know that you will. But you know, people who listen to the show, they know that what I really love to do is peel back the layers of the onion, jump, jump in the DeLorean, go back in time, tell us what puts you on the path you're on today? Well, basically, I became an entrepreneur when I was 30, started out as a CPA. But uh, Dr. Richard, when I got to be 50, I just wasn't as successful as I thought I should be. And I really had two goals in my life. One was to make enough money so I didn't have to work. And the, the other one was to find the woman of my dreams. And so, yeah, I'm falling short on both of them at 50. And, you know, on the money, I always did okay. You know, I made two or $300,000 net a year for 20 years as an entrepreneur. But, but at 50, you know, and I know this probably sounds materialistic, but um, I just did the math and I saw that I had the net seven figures a year 
to have the uh, exceptional life that I dreamed of. And then on the girl at 50, I'd never been married. And, uh, but I got to say, I did a lot of, a lot of interviewing. Um, although my friends probably called it begging, I preferred to call it uh, interviewing. And so at 50 though, I'm like, you know, how am I going to change things? And I remember, and I, I don't know, this is probably three months after I turned 50, this pearl wisdom comes to me. Find the, find the top book of the world on success and apply that book literally word for word to my life. Well, that comes to me one night and I'm like, wow, this is a good idea. I don't know if there is one book above all others. Do the research. And like you said in the introduction, there's one book that's been read by 100 million people. And the next best-selling book on success has been read by less than 10 million people when that book is Think and Grow Rich. So I'm like, here we go, just what I'm looking for. I buy the book, I read the book, and then I discover the problem. As you said, it says there's a secret for success, but the author only gives the, us, the readers, the uh, half the secret. Well, you know, I'm, I'm bummed out. I'm moping around for probably three weeks. And uh, then one day just get up and go, you know, John, just man up and figure out the secret. And so I do that and I immerse myself in the book for like uh, two, two and a half months and um, come up with the full secret and a 12 minute a day technique to apply it. And I apply it to a new business I was starting in the uh, reverse mortgage field. And quickly my income starts doubling and doubling and doubling to where, you know, four years later, I was uh, making 25 times what I'd ever made before to, you know, basically $5 million net a year. And Dr. Richard, I tell you, what was so cool is I could see why it was happening. I mean, I was just playing the game of life at a higher level and I could do things I never could do before. Uh, and, and it was just, it was, it was powerful. And, and here's, here's why this 12 minute a day technique actually works. It's rewiring your autopilot, leveraging yourself through science. And I saw that three things happened from doing that. First, I was focused only on what moves the needle. Secondly, I had tripled my discipline. And third, I had a level of control over my life I had never experienced before. And I saw that the combination of those three things was impacting not only my career, but my romantic relationship and my, my health. And, and then maybe in terms of credibility, uh, I ended up selling my company and wanted to share this with the world. And I, I met the former chancellor and president at the University of Texas and shared with him the story. And he says, hey, you got to teach this at Texas and why don't we teach it together? And so uh, uh, that led to, you know, eight years ago, joining the faculty at the Macomb School of Business, where, like you said, for, fortunately, I'm not the only one that thinks it's the top application. They they support that idea that it's the top application in the world and the top book in the world on success. So there's a lot to unpack there, but I, I can't help but be pulled towards 
the secret part of this, right? Because yeah, you know, right. In, the, in the intro, I mentioned how you know, Napoleon Hill kind of gives half the secret. So first, share with the audience, and, and this is this is the seminal book, right, in this topic. In fact, right. when, when I had my very first job out of college, it was a sales job. This was the first book that my mentor, uh, my sales supervisor, uh, put on my bookshelf, put it on me. He says, you're going to read this book. So talk to us first about the first half of the secret that okay. he does share that's there. And then I want to know before we get into the process, I want to know after your two and a half months of just immersing yourself in this content, the other half of the secret that you discovered. Perfect. Well, the, the half of the secret that Napoleon Hill gives you is everything starts with a thought. Well, you know, yeah, I buy that. But I remember, you know, when I was 50 and read that, I'm like, yeah, I, yeah sure. Everything does start with a thought. But where do you go from, from there? And, in, and I'll share something really personal with you that, that I think your audience may appreciate. So when I turned 50, not only was I feeling that scarcity of time, my mom was dying of pancreatic cancer in Dallas. And um, every day I'd go see her and uh, in the hospital after work. And, and Dr. Richard, it was what was going on was, you know, I'd go see her and spend a couple of hours with her. I would hold her hand, love on her. And every night after that, I'd walk in the cold, dark parking lot and cry my eyes out. And this goes on night after night for like um, uh, six to eight weeks. And and I'm reading Think and Grow Rich at the same time. And I remember one night, uh, you know, I'm 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 uh, reading it, and and it talks about how uh, yeah, I go go to the hospital, love on my mom, drive home. After crying and and I'm um, reading Think and Grow Rich, and it it says in the book essentially that your success is determined by the cumulative effect of your daily actions, and um, and then it says you know your daily actions are ninety five percent of your daily actions are unconscious. Well, you know I'm like wow. I start you know I. I read that, I go and I put the book down, start uh, uh, getting ready for bed, and I get in bed, and I just can't stop thinking about 95% of my daily actions are unconscious. And and then it hits me, you know, then I don't control my daily actions, yet those are the very things that determine my success in life. And, you know, as that hit me, I'm like, well, what do I control? I know control something. And I realized I control my intentions, but if 95% of my daily actions are unconscious to have more success, I got to control my, my actions. And, and I saw that through properly influencing the subconscious mind, I could gain control of those unconscious daily actions. And once I did, I saw that essentially it felt like a superpower because the right actions started happening automatically. And the one thing I sort of meant to, to, to mention is that as I'm sort of dealing with my mom dying and reading Think and Grow Rich, the reason I was crying every night, I, I realized, was that 
I just felt like I was letting my mom down with my life because my my parents gave me everything. They sent me to Jesuit High School in Dallas when they really didn't have the money. And and that that crying every night was I just felt like I was letting her down because all I had was the average life. I wasn't making in a dent in the world to make the world a better place. And that's that was like rocket fuel and causing me to go deeper into thinking grow rich than anybody on the planet had. And that's why I think I was blessed to be able to figure out the full secret. So a powerful way to do it, driven out of circumstances. You know, you're getting yeah. this powerful emotional experience because of your mother's passing her illness at the time. And that really drove you to go deeper into it. So as I'm hearing the full secret, I'm hearing Napoleon Hill's half of this is that, you know, what we think is real, you know, thoughts, your thoughts are your reality, essentially. And, you know, we could go down the quantum physics rabbit hole and look at what that means. But the other piece that you discovered, and I like this because the scientist part in me is very happy right now, John, because you're essentially talking about reframing things from a, a neural pathway standpoint. Essentially, it's what's below the surface. It's the 95% that when we, because what happens is when we make a decision, when we act in a certain way, many times the things we do are autonomic almost, right? They're instantaneous. Yeah. They happen in, in a fraction of a second. And we don't understand all that goes beneath this. And what you've figured out is a way to go beneath and to start reshaping some of these underlying subconscious activities. So that sets the stage very beautifully. Uh, and you say that this happens in 12 minutes a day. So I'm, I'm all ears here. So talk to us about the process itself. Well, and here, let me give you the full secret. You know, the, the foundation was that 95% of your, your daily actions are unconscious. Uh, but here's what I realized probably a week after I sort of read that and, and, and understood that I finally understood it. The full secret to thinking grow rich is what you envision in detail with emotion on a daily basis is what shows up in your life. And let me see that, say that again, what you envision in detail with emotion on a daily basis is what shows up in your life. And what that means is you take your life and you create immense clarity about it, exactly the person you want to be, exactly what you want to accomplish, and precisely how you're going to achieve your clearly defined goals. And, and I use a, a, a questionnaire to establish that with, with clients, but that's, that's the first step. Then the second step is you take that clarity and you put it on a template that I created called the Life GPS template. And first of all, that template makes it succinct enough so it only takes 12 minutes a day to apply it. But, but even more important, it allows you to apply the science to it. Uh, like the subconscious mind does not respond to things that are general. It's got to be very specific. And there's a lot of NLP in this, uh, and as along with a number of other uh, scientific principles, and so once you get that that uh, 
uh, clarity put on the template, then you just read it 12 minutes a day. And after about 21 days, the science kicks in and what you're feeding yourself starts showing up automatically without thinking in your daily actions. And then those enhanced, improved daily actions creates the life you want. It's, it's just powerfully simple. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you, and I can't wait to see where you'll go. This is fun, and I'm gonna I'm gonna bring a little neuro and anatomical nerdiness here into the discussion. So this, there is a part of our brain. It's called the reticular activating system, or RAS, and the RAS is what it's doing is it's scanning the environment for certain things that essentially we feed it. So the and and I've talked about this on so many different platforms. So I love your technique. If you were to go out today, if anybody listening to this were to go out today and buy a new car, no matter what the maker model is, let's, let's call it a, a blue Toyota Corolla for fun. As you're driving around your blue Toyota Corolla, you're all of a sudden going to notice more Corollas on the road. There's a Corolla. There's a Corolla. There's a Corolla. It's not that all of a the sudden there's more of these cars. These cars have always been there. But what your brain is now doing is because you've brought a Toyota Corolla into your awareness, your brain is automatically scanning your environment for that thing. So when you're talking about this life GPS, and I want to talk more about the specifics of that, and that's a cool term. Essentially, what you're doing is you're setting up your brain's system to go out and look for these things in your environment. People call this, people talk about law of attraction. I've had a lot of people on my show who talk about law of attraction, who are experts, world-renowned experts in law of attraction. But you know, the science part of it is real because essentially you are you're programming yourself. And, and I I don't feel like I use enough 80s movies analogies on this show, but if anybody's ever seen the film Terminator, when Andrew Schwarzenegger walks into a bar. And he, you know, as this robot, he's scanning everybody. He's scanning people in this bar to find an outfit that will fit him that's his right size. But essentially, that's like your reticular activating system. And I said, this is this is very cool. So talk to us a little bit more. You said you've kind of created this template, which obviously means that you've got these different areas of your life that you're having your brain kind of subconsciously key into. What, what are those topics, what are the things that go into the life GPS job? Well, basically there's five areas of your life, yourself, your health, your romantic relationship, your spirituality, and your career. So in the first part of the, the GPS, uh, life GPS is sort of the ideal you in those five areas. Then in the second part of it, 
the improvements you want in each area of your life, as well as your uh, your goal for the quarter in your health, in your uh, relationship, in your career. And you're basically living your, your life quarter by quarter because every quarter you're going to change whatever your career goal is. And you're articulating, here's the goal, here's the why behind the goal, here's the four or five key behaviors associated with the goal, and here's the measurement and time frame of the goal. But that's essentially how it works. And, and you can imagine if you're feeding this this succinct articulation of your full life to yourself every day, of course, it gives you an immense sense of control over your life. Not only is it influencing those unconscious daily actions, but it's giving you this sense of control, which translates into immense confidence. And, and, you know, one of the things that's interesting about this template, and I know you'll appreciate this. Now, keep in mind, I created this 18, 19 years ago, but I only started sharing it with the world probably seven or eight years ago. And one of the people I shared it with was uh, Chris O'Connor, the athletic director at the University of Texas. So I teach my methodology to him. And he says, listen, I want you to teach this to the coaches. Want you be the mental coach for the head coaches in the 19 different sports. And, and so as we're working through that process, I say, well, you know, Chris, let's make the University of Texas the gold standard for mental training and conditioning. And he bought into that. And I said, let me go and talk to the top sports psychologists in the world and, and see what we can learn from them. And so it ended up that, you know, I went and talked to Michael Gervais uh, out in Seattle, talked to Trevor Moad, mental coach for Alabama, uh, Tim Kite with Ohio State and Urban Meyer. And each one of those people would give me something that I could put in my template. So it's sort of so cool that that I've been blessed to have the top people in the world, psychologists, help me improve my my template. It's awesome. And uh, Trevor Moad, the late Trevor Moad, yeah, uh, was a really, in particular, one of the most brilliant. Uh, I, I've read read some of his content. Really amazing guy. I want to circle back to something you said that I think is is worth highlighting and maybe exploring deeper. As you're working people through this template, you have them write the why for each mm-hmm. one of these things. And I'm going to be very quiet, even though I want to talk about why I think that's important from a neurobiological standpoint. In your research, in your work, you've been doing this now for eight years with other people. Why is the why so critical? You know, I think that's a great question. And I think I learned this from Brian Tracy, who who arguably is probably the top guy in the world on goal setting. And, um, you know, he talks about the why that, that, if you if you have a goal but you don't you're not clear emotionally the why behind it because everything you do every action you take is first triggered by an emotion and so if you don't trigger that emotion and and feed that what the why to yourself every day whatever you're trying to do will lose steam at some point no, it, it makes it, it's absolutely true. You know, it's uh, 
it makes me think of a story. So when, when I was an undergrad, I was waiting to have a meeting with my counselor because I was changing majors. I was actually a history major before I was a psychology major. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was really interesting. So there was this guy who was sitting next to me and he said uh, that he was here to change his major. And I said, what are you changing your major? He said, oh, I'm going to be pre-med. I said, oh, why do you want to be a doctor? And said, well, my dad says I have to be a doctor. And you could just see like the, mm. this, just like all of the life was sucked. Yeah. Like his soul was sucked out of him. He was saying that. And so I think you're right. You know, like people are talking, wh- whether it's your health, meaning going to the gym or changing your diet or making a commitment in your career, or your relationships. If you don't have emotional resonance connected to that, the goal doesn't necessarily mean it's going to fail, but the odds of it being successful are so much lower than, than the way that it's set up. And I, I'd like to talk a little bit more about the 21 days, because there's a lot of really interesting, if not conflicting research as to the science of habit formation and how long it takes to kind of reshape oneself, right? In in ways. So you said 21 days, which is pretty bold. I'm curious to hear, you know, in the experience that you've had either anecdotally working with the University of Texas uh, or, or some of these other key people that have helped you develop this, 21 days. Talk to us about that because that's that's a striking number. It is. And and you know, there's this this, you know, out there in the universe that that it takes actually 66 days to create a habit. But this isn't necessarily, there's two parts to this. There's a habit part of it, doing it every day. But I found that that it actually takes about 21 days to rewire your autopilot, which is not a habit. It's just the rewiring of the autopilot. And, and the way I, I see this is that consistently I see with clients uh, that at, after about three weeks of reading their visualization, all of a sudden, one day, a light, it's like a light goes on, and they're like, wow, what I'm reading is, is showing up in my daily thoughts and actions automatically. And I remember in, in my own case, when I was uh, doing this and I was, I was reading about my, my, my girlfriend my, at the time, my wife, I would feed myself one thing. I would feed myself that I'm going to be flexible, patient, and thoughtful. Well, I'm feeding that to myself every day. Well, 15 days in, nothing. I mean, I'm no more flexible, patient, or thoughtful than I was when they started. But but about the 21st day, Jen says something irritating. And Dr. Richard, in that moment, I'm flexible, patient, and thoughtful. That's who I had become. And it happened automatically without thinking. And that's the point I guess I'm trying to make is that the reason it didn't work 15 days in is because the, the autopilot was just not rewired. And, and for some reason, it seems to be always about 21 days. And I, I'll say this. I think that some things will get wired in sooner than others, but more or less in that 21 to 25 day uh, time frame, the magic really happens. And again, that this is separate from creating the habit of reading your visualization. But 
but there's something about 21, 25 days that that's how long it takes to rewire your autopilot. This whole thing is built on on uh, 95% of your daily actions are unconscious. And I see that when I say that to people, they go, yeah, wow, that's interesting. And I tell them that this is the most significant thing I ever learned in my life because, you know, if they're unconscious, then, you know, I got to control them. And that truly was the most profound thing I ever learned in my life. But I think the reason, and I tell people, Go Google it. If you don't think that's true, go Google it. But I'm almost like at some point, maybe to have a discussion with you to drive home that point with people that this really is true and how significant it is to your life if it is true. I love this. Absolutely love this. John, this is very cool. I love everything I'm hearing. But I've also talked to hundreds of people. Many of them have been on this show and they've all got something mm-hmm. life transforming thing. What makes this different? Why is this different? Dr. Richard, what makes this different is that everything else out there is strategies and, and candidly, often very good strategies. But you know, you got strategies coming out your ears. What you got to have happen is to get those great strategies to show up in your daily thoughts and actions. And that's what this does because it rewires your your autopilot so those right actions happen automatically. And and that's what separates it from everything else in the success and human achievement field. Beautiful. Uh, John, I have loved every moment of this. This which I mean like I said this is a book I read, you know, my first personal development book that I ever read was this book and what you're saying makes a lot of sense. And and certainly the science would back up much of what you're sharing. Our time has flown by, but as you know, I wrap up every episode by asking my guests a single question. That is, what is your biggest helping John? What is that one most important piece of information you'd like somebody to walk away with after hearing our conversation today? You know, I love this question and it flows right into what we just talked about. Just think about in your life, if if 95% of your daily actions are unconscious, isn't that the key to having a higher level of success by gaining control of those daily actions? Pretty simple. Pretty simple. John, tell us where people can find out more about you online and take advantage of this for themselves. So my uh, website is thinkit be it.com. And so, so just email me at john at thinkitbeit.com. Perfect. And for those of you on the treadmill working towards your goals, we got you covered. Everything John Mitchell will be in the show notes at thedailyhelping.com. Well, John, I, as I said, I've enjoyed this immensely. Thank you so much for coming on The Daily Helping and, and sharing with us today. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And to each and every one of you who took time out of your busy day to listen to us, thank you as well. If you like what you heard, go give us a follow on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review because that is what helps other people find the show. But most importantly, go out there today and do something nice for somebody else, even if you don't know who they are, and post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help. Them.
Panthers. <laughs>